When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to another exciting edition of the Pointless Exercise Podcast. It's time for the Bears Podcast, although there really isn't any news. So this will be a quick one. No. With me, as always, is <laughs> actor, comedian, Mike Pusateri. Mike, how are you? I'm doing I'm doing great. Doing great. Were, Andy, you, tra- how are were you? you traded at the deadline? Well, um, I was one of the few that was not traded at the deadline. At, at the least, NFL at least trade so deadline, far. nothing ever happens. And then this year, all kinds of shit happens. It's 2021 Cubs trade deadline all over again. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, so for those of you new to the podcast, because you uh, either just you're looking for any kind of uh, Roquan Smith, Chase Claypool news you can get your hands on, or maybe you came over because uh, uh, a recommendation from the obvious shirts guys. Um, this is the pointless <laughs> exercise podcast. You could find, you found it, but you can find it at pointlessexercise.com and the newsletter at uh, planetsexercise.com and uh, Mike uh, they can find you at mikepusateri.com yes on twitter at slash mikepusateri and on instagram at I am mikepusateri and and at blue sky that's right yeah you did you did and and, and don't forget blue sky at mikepusateri as soon as that's up at some point Yeah, we're all yeah I noticed you had a little you had a little detente there with obvious shirts. You guys he just wants to give me a, he wants to give me a sweatshirt. Apparently, he dug up an old tweet and he wants to give me a shirt. And I don't know. I'm you know I feel bad. It's the clock the, the clock sweatshirt, right? Because yeah. I, do, I, I like actually it. have that. I, yeah, I have that, it. It's yeah. a really that's a really good that's a really good sweatshirt. And right? I back yeah. in like August, I it, it, it I looked at it, I he tweeted out once I went it was sold out. It sold, it sells out in like two months. I'm like, oh, you know, I think that's like the only obvious shirt I'd ever want. Yeah. Months later, he digs it up, <laughs> and he's like, "I'll give you one if you just stop hating me." And that's like, "Well, I don't hate you." I do wonder, as a guy who who puts joke T-shirts in his shop and people occasionally buy, right? Like, I don't expect to sell a bunch of like boner time T-shirts. Yeah. Although, um, it is available. <laughs> um, but like some of the ones that he has, like the Wisdom shirt, I made fun of that yeah. today. And right. um, like, I didn't understand the Mark Pryor collection. It's like I loved no. Mark Pryor. That was twenty years ago. What am I buying a Mark Pryor shirt for? Yeah, why is there a collection? Well, you know what's going to come up next is the the Ian Happ won a gold glove T shirt. You know, you make sure you get that. Oh God, <laughs> <laughs> that's proof. It, they should just they should be handing that award out. Uh, yeah, it's like wait a minute, did he win one? Yeah, all right, well, we're done then. We're not giving these out anymore. Right. Clearly, it means nothing. Jump the shark. Hopefully, he'll have a. Uh, I I liked Ian Happ when he was a Cub T-shirt that they could start selling yeah. during there the off season. Hopefully, speaking <laughs> of former Chicago athletes, yes. Um, it was shocking news yesterday. Went on the twitters. Everyone looked down and saw that Roquan had been traded to the Ravens. Yes, but I wonder how shocking it should have been. I tweeted out on Sunday before the game, will this be Roquan's last game as a bear? 
And it turns out it was. I, I don't think so. I don't think it was that shocking. I want to ask you, though, because I was debating a friend of mine about this. A, a two and a five. Look, it's a good it's a solid return. But could he have gotten a one and should he have held out for one? And could he have gotten one as the deadline approach? Because all the scuttlebutt from all the so-called, you know, NFL experts was polls ain't taking anything less than a one for Roquan. And he gets a two and a five. I I don't think there were that many teams that were willing to give anything for Roquan. Not that Roquan's not good, but that's not a position that um, most of the contenders felt like, well, yeah, we need to upgrade middle linebacker. Um, and then it doesn't help that you inherit his headache, the yeah. trying to negotiate right. a contract with him. Um, I have a, I don't think they could have ever gotten a one for him, even if they had... He's a year, no, he's, now he's a half a year closer to free agency. Mm-hmm. Uh, two and a five was about as good as you could do, I would think. Football players, unless Ryan Pace is trading for them, and then it would have been three. Football ones. players never go for as much as you would think. Well, we're not for, we're forgetting the key element of that trade, though. There was also a linebacker involved That's coming right. back to the AJ. Somebody who he's gonna <laughs> he's, another thirty-one-year-old linebacker. Yeah. Polls emphasized that in his press conference today. Oh, don't forget, this guy's no. going to do great things for us for, Jeez. I don't know, a week or two or whatever. Did he, his, did, did he miss the plane? Yeah, yeah. Uh, who cares? <laughs> yeah. Tell him he can catch up in a couple of weeks. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think I underestimated just how frustrating it was for Polls to try to negotiate with Roquan over the summer and mm. into the, I think by the end of that, he realized there's, there's no deal here. Yeah. Right. Like he's, he broke on wants $20 million a year. Right. He, that ain't going to happen. He's not worth $20 million a year. He's a, and he's a really good player. And the bears apparently yeah. offered him like $15 million a year. Which he should have taken. Yes. And Roquan's like, Nope, not enough. You got to pay me like I'm the best linebacker. And Paul's like, well, you're not. You're good. You're really good. Yeah. We, we want to keep you. But we're not just going to... It's it, You see it a lot. Free agency happens this way a lot. Player gets paid. The next guy at the position is like, okay, you got to give me more than that. And they're like, you're, right. well, you're not as good as that guy. Yeah. You, can, you, don't, get, you don't automatically get more, but typically you do. Prices well, go up. They don't usually come down. Especially if you're rep by Scott Boris, different sport. But yeah, that's, but that's what they by, see a lot of it. If you're rep by Roquan Smith, apparently not. <laughs> not quite the track record of, of Scott Boris. I was trying to think. I, I wrote about it a few times as it was happening. Just the weird position it puts the GM in when the player is representing himself. Yeah. So here you write up the, you write up the contract and you pr- present it to him. And then you have to explain it to him. Because <laughs> he doesn't know what he's right. looking at. And right. then he's sitting there going, is this guy full of shit? Yeah. What are they trying to get over on me? And then mm-hmm. he goes to St. Omni, as you would. As one does. As you go to you go to whoever St. Omni is, and he looks at it and goes, no, they're fucking you. Okay, comes fucking back and yeah. says, you're fucking me. And they're like, okay, make a counteroffer. But I don't know how to do that. Just offer me more. Yeah. It's like, well, it's not the way this works. That's why we have an agent in the middle. So right. here's the best part of this for the Ravens. The Ravens know what they're signing up for. They are having the exact same struggles with Lamar Jackson, who is his mm-hmm. own agent. 
<laughs> two of their like three best players on the team now are free agents who are their own agents. Right. Enjoy Crazy. that. Crazy. Oh, yeah. And let, let me just say, someone who who has an agent myself, it's worth the agent. It's worth the commission. Just hire the agent, it's please. A, a, NFL Do agent, a favor. It, NFL agent is five percent. I guarantee you, a good agent is going to get you far more than five percent more. Without he, question, gonna, he or she will pay for themselves. Just do Easily. it. Yeah. Roquan apparently had an agent. I I always remembered that his mom was his agent. Yeah, I remember that kind of too. Um, but it turns out he had an agent. But the agent got really frustrated with Roquan because Roquan was basically Roquan would talk to mom, and then they'd go back to the agent and be like, "Okay, no, we don't like any of this." Yeah, and the agent's like, well, an- "What am I? Why? Why'd you hire me then? If mom's gonna tell you what to do?" Yeah, a, mo- a momager, as we say in LA. <laughs> a mom, we a momager. That's good. A momager, yeah. Um, and that's I heard some people were talking about you know real quick. I forgot. <laughs> so he he holds out as a rookie, and then do you remember what happened two days after he finally signed? He literally lost his playbook, and they had to like. <laughs> They had to like shred the playbooks and re like because they didn't know who ended up with it. Oh, that's great. He did not get off to a great start. He also got uh, left home from. I I always remembered that he got left home from London, but I don't think it was that. I think it was just a road trip, and they wouldn't say why. And the people on Twitter yeah. they had footage of a wrecked luxury car, and they said it was his and all that stuff. And it turned out that didn't turn out to be true. Right. So he got off to a rocky start, but then he. Turned into a great player. He's a he's a great really player. he's a really good football player. He, he so it is does absolutely suck that they couldn't come up to a deal and they decided they needed to trade him because uh, and we'll get to what they did with a little bit of the hall, which certainly colors everybody's reaction to this trade. I think a little bit right now because instead of just projecting down the road, what are they going to get for him? Well, they already got something for him. Right. Um. It makes sense if, if you think he's going to leave. Like, next year they'd have to pay him $18.5 million to franchise him. And then if you franchise him, you're going to go through that whole, you got to go through that whole thing again where you negotiate, and he's, yeah. he's sending fa- or sending tweet or text to Ian Rappaport about how the, the Bears are negotiating in bad faith and he wants to be traded again, even though he apparently had never told he had never told the Bears he was going to demand a trade. He told Ian Rappaport the day, like, on family day. So Ryan Cole <laughs> shows up, and everybody's like, what about the Roquan trade? He's like, I found out 38 seconds ago. Yeah, great. So then you figure, we're not going to be able to say you're going to franchise him. So you pay him $18 million, which is more than you want to pay him anyway, but that's fine. You get to keep him for another year. But then he's not happy. He mm-hmm. doesn't want to be there. He wants a long-term contract. He's a football player. He's gonna His leg could snap the wrong way at any play. And then anytime. He's, anytime. That's it. Yep. And then, he could, you could, and then you can franchise him one more time after that. Mm-hmm. Now, if you really wanted to be assholes about it, you could basically say, okay, you're 25 now. This this is probably the prime of your career right now, probably right. last year, this year, and the next two years. So you know what we're gonna yeah. do? We're gonna franchise your ass for two more years, and then you can hit the street. Go nuts. Yeah. See, see who's gonna give you money when you're 28 and you've got you're a thousand right. miles on it. Um, they didn't do that, so they traded him. But there's a big issue now. This is not a, this is a team with uh, a porous run defense, uh, to put it mildly. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the one guy who made all the tackles is now going to be Baltimore. Is gone, right. So maybe this, maybe that's an incentive for this team. It's like, you know what? These fuckers were winning. They beat New England. What the hell's going on here, guys? They're supposed to be losing yeah. these games. Well, we'll right. send Roquan to Baltimore and then see if you could stop anybody. And then 
you know, you can go four and thirteen, and then we can get we can get like the fifth pick in the draft. Because you guys are heading us for like the seventeenth pick, and we don't want that. Right. I it would be funny though to have. It's too bad the bear the Bears never will never be the hard knocks team, but this would be perfect for them to be the in season hard knocks team, which is the Cardinals. Oh, great! Yeah. Can you imagine the scene where where Ryan Poles goes to tell Matt Eberflus that he's trading Roquan? <laughs> Yeah, would be so coach, great. Coach, I want to run something by you. Yeah. Uh, you know the guy who makes all the tackles? Yeah, I'm trading him. Yeah. He's, he's gone. He's, he plays for Baltimore now. Yes. Thanks. Thanks for that. It's, Thanks a, for it's a great situation for Roquan. Oh, for sure. Like he's going to get plugged back into his more natural position with better players around him. He should thrive over there. He should really, mm-hmm. he should really play mm-hmm. well. That's good, good for Roquan. I have no ill will towards Roquan. I, no, Roquan was a tremendous player. He was certainly in in that he had that pedigree. He he had that um, production of one of being one of the great Bears linebackers. Yeah. No question about it. He was the eighth pick in the draft, and he was worth. He completely lived up to that. Absolutely. Which absolutely. Let's did, go yeah. through the other Ryan Pace first round draft picks, and let's see how yeah. there aren't any on the team. And I think what we can agree it was it was the right move and it was a good return. I still think you could have gotten a one, but okay, it was a good solid return, good move, all that. It, it, we are still testing the outer limit, the, the basically the Cubs theory that we could trade away all our good players and we're and at some point we're still going to be good because <laughs> that's continually what they're doing. Look, they have Jack Sanborn. <laughs> I mean, he's just he's going to plug need. him in. You might not even notice Roquan's not there. Right. Now, I love the trade they made today. I'm a huge fan of this trade. Yeah, so the Bears took... Originally, it was reported they took the number two they got from Baltimore, and they traded it to the Steelers for Chase Claypool. Turns out they traded their own number two pick. And the reason is delicious. The reason they traded their own number two pick is because the other team that was willing to trade a two for Chase Claypool was the Packers. 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 And the Packers right. pick was going to be a better pick than Baltimore's, most right. likely, because they've lost four in a row. So the Ravens are like, all right, you can have him, but you got to give us yours, not the Baltimore. Not one. the Ravens. And they're right. like, fine. Which, great uh, uh, move. I love the trade. So suck on that, Packers. You're a big load of nothing. Yeah. How about this for a stat? In the history of the NFL Combine, which you're an expert because you yes, marshaled there once. I've been there, though. Yes. Uh, the, o- the only player six foot four or taller to have run mm-hmm. a faster forty than Chase Claypool was Megatron, Calvin Johnson. Wow, that's impressive. That is impressive. He, can you imagine? He's two two forty and a four, and runs a four four. Yeah, ran like a four three eight. What's he, right, and he's probably more like two sixty anyway. You know. Well, yeah, because especially at the, you know, at the combine, you're just you know you're trimming down to just to run exactly right you're but yeah he's he plays not everybody who's fast plays fast he plays fast he plays fast yes he's that's a great pickup great Um, pickup so here's a uh here's an ironic thing about chase claypool he was picked in the second round he's the 49th pick of the Mm -hmm. of the pittsburgh steelers Mm -hmm. i gotta find it here the 43rd pick was his notre dame teammate Cole Komet. Cole Komet to the Bears. Right. And I remember at the time thinking, I think they probably should have taken the other guy. Classic, now, classic now pace They got them both. 
Now you just go out and find. You should just reassemble the uh, the 2019 Notre Dame offense. Where's Ian Book? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> My favorite quarterback of all time. Throwing uh, nine yards in the air. That'd be great. Um, do you know who the player picked right after? One pick after Chase Claypool. I do not. Because the Bears had that pick. I do not. Because they, maybe they oh. almost they almost could have picked them both. It was Jalen Johnson. There you go. I believe Jalen is the highest pick. Um, no, it would be Justin Fields. They were saying other than Justin Fields, there are no yeah, Ryan Pace number ones left. And okay. I think it might be that Jalen might be the highest. Would be Jalen that come They're the only guys like we're left. The Bears the highest. So many of his picks burned out that the Bears that most of them were already gone, and the ones that were there, the Ryan Poles has thrown overboard. Well, here's the thing. So, so now they they had nine. Now they have eight draft picks next year, right? And they had you said 125 million in Something cap like space. Yeah. Okay. So with eight picks and 125 million in cap space, like Nick from Cicero and, and you and me could could assemble a pretty good roster next year. You would think. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I could. You and Nick probably could. Um, well, I don't know that. I, well, let's just say Nick from Cicero could. Maybe we could. Yeah. But um, point being, this better be a pretty good team here next year because my goodness. Well, at least it needs to be. It. It needs to be a much more talented. Team. Much more talented team. Like if it's if it if if next year they're also three and five, but they're three and five because they're young and like you could just see it like coming that's fine there's yeah but they're five not in there young. and you're like where did all i don't see any of the money right. you know like well, the you, drag, movie, the you drag... movie folks you gotta when they spend money you know, when, a, when a studio spends big money you got that money you got to see that money on the screen right yeah you do. we need yeah, to you see do. this money on the field next year right win or lose it's well, like okay look at all the fucking talent we're gonna figure this out not well here's a, what yeah. we buy that would be well, for the hundred. Well, but the thing is, we do need to see it because with the hundred twenty-five million in cap space, that's not young guys. Those are guys that are, you know, those are free agents. So well, we should see some pretty good talent now, and and productive talent. Now, you you can't, you don't want to, and you can't spend it all, right? Like no, one of the possible. one of the I think one of the things that went into this calculus about trading Roquan was, um, the. Who knows? But it seems like they look at Justin now and they're like, "Okay, we're gonna have to pay this dude." Like mm-hmm. this is we're, so. In two years, we need to pay him, and if we can't have a middle linebacker making twenty million dollars, if we're gonna spend this off season trying to trying to add players to this and then still have money left, because if Fields turns out to be really really good, it's gonna be really fucking expensive. Here's another scenario for you. Ready for this? They trade Roquan now. But next year, they just offer like, him $125 million. Well, that was somebody immediately was like, well, can't they just sign him back? It's like, well, they could, but the, that would make more sense if, they, if the relationship wasn't so strained. <laughs> it's so bizarre. But, yeah. you know, money talks. And $125 million, I think Roquan, he might even sign that. Or what if this happens? Roquan gets traded to the Ravens. He's all excited. He's like, oh, I can't believe I finally get my $20 million. The Ravens go and negotiate with him, and they basically confirm everything Poles was telling him. Right. You're a $15 million linebacker. We really like you, but you're not a $20 million linebacker. And now, now so he actually does hit free agency, and mm-hmm. the Bears are standing there with the $16 million. Yeah. And they're like, it's just one more. It's not 20 but it's more than what you're going to get from them. 
I mean, it's not impossible. That would be count something, on it, it? But it's certainly not right. impossible. Right. Um, so, Claypool, somebody asked, um, and he didn't answer it the way I wanted him to. Somebody asked polls during his press conference. Um, you know, he, Claypool had basically 900 yards his first two years, his 11 touchdowns. This year, his numbers are down a little bit. Did, did, you, did you see anything on film that maybe contributed to it? And you just want him to go, yeah, Mitch. Yeah, Do you see who Mitch Trubisky is? <laughs> Mitch contributed to it. He, that, didn't, he that, didn't say it. that name ring a bell for you guys for any reason? And then there were other people like, well, if he's so good, why the, why the Steelers want to trade him? Ooh. Um. It's a valid. It's a dumb, valid question. Can a, can a dumb question be valid? I was going to say, can you have a dumb, valid question? Well, yeah, sure you can. Why not? So one of the things the Steelers did that was smart. They're a well-run organization. They're learning what it's they like are, to not have a Hall of Fame quarterback. But um, when they picked in the fifties, right, fifty-three, and George Pickens was there, and everybody's like, "How the how the hell is George Pickens still on the board?" Mm-hmm. They just took him. Like that's the best player. We're just going to take him. And they ended up using that then. They looked at George and said, George, really good. We probably have an extra wide receiver now. What can we get for this? And they're like, well, yeah. we can get a two and a five. And so now we'll, that's, you know, it, they weren't afraid to take the best player in a position, even though they already had a good player there. And mm-hmm. then they used those assets to get more assets. That's what they did. So, um, Chase is uh, Canadian. His yes, nick, his, his nick. John, John Candy, also Canadian. By one the way. Of, he had one of the dumbest nicknames ever when he was in Notre Dame. Maple, what was it? Mapletron. Oh, there you go. Mapletron. So let's hope that doesn't get resuscitated. Yeah. Um, I gave some thought after the trade of what number he's going to be. Because mm. he's 11. He can't be 11. Right. Darnell Mooney is 11. Um, I go 84. Brian Bashnagel. It would be good. I think it was an eighty-four, though. I think we think they'd cut they'd cut Ryan Griffin to give him. Give I him think him. they would. He was eighty-three at Notre Dame. I don't think. He's, I think he's going to be. I think Will my prediction. He's going to be seventeen. Seventeen. I mean, yes, because it looks kind of like eleven. Yeah. He, he's wide receivers wanting the low numbers. Bears don't have very many. True. Fields is one. Cairo is two. You know, the two best players have the two lowest numbers. <laughs> Three is retired. Four is Eddie Jackson. Five's retired. Six is Kyler Gordon. Uh, seven's retired. Um, eight is the great Nikhil Harry. Right. Nine is Jaquan Brisker. I think ten is available. I don't think they have uh-huh. a ten. Eleven is Mooney. Twelve is Vellis. Thirteen is Pringle. Fourteen, I think, is available. Fifteen okay. is Trevor Simeon. Sixteen is the great Trenton Gill. Seventeen's open because Amir Smith-Marset got to... Uh, Kick to the curb. Hmm. 18 okay. and 19 are Pettis and Aquanimus. Now you're up to the 80s. Okay. So there you go. Hmm. So kids, you want to you go out? Just don't even wait. Have your custom jersey made. 17. How could it get possibly your, go wrong? Get your Pointless Exercise t-shirt. Or or lay your bets down at DraftKings for the number. They should do stuff like that. Of course, what if they did that? They laid odds. And then Chase Claypool... Makes a bet. yeah, he can totally like manipulate three yeah. million dollars. Yeah, but they do that. Like they, they, I think they didn't a couple years ago. They bet like when Joe Buck was doing the Super Bowl, they bet like whether he would shave or not. 
we can just bet everything has and then you know shave <laughs> you could do that with the uh national anthem length too mm-hmm. yeah right Singer knows what it exactly. is exactly absolutely <laughs> oh, so can you say better? Whoa, okay. I guess there's some money laid down. Uh, I think two big winners in this trade, obviously, are Justin Fields. For sure. And Darnell Mooney. For sure, yeah. It was pretty evident in the Dallas game when the Bears went deep twice and had to go deep to Vellis and Aquanimus. Aquanimus was open. But actually, they both were open. The throw was yeah. short. And then Vellis, the throw went right through his hand. Um, the Cowboys basically just took Mooney out of the game. They just put two mm-hmm. guys on him and said, nope, somebody else. We won't be able to do that anymore. Mooney could go to the slot now because he basically was the closest thing they had <laughs> to an X receiver, mm-hmm. so he played out. Uh, he played wide. He can come into the slot, so it should make them, uh, should make his life much easier because he's got mm-hmm. a, had a very frustrating season. You know, he yeah. hasn't He hasn't had a really good game yet, and he's a good player. So that'll help. Um, I can't wait, though, for people to make a rash judgment based on Sunday's game against the Dolphins. Because <laughs> Chase shows up tomorrow. It's like, yeah. all right, here's the playbook. You'll be fine. Now, honestly, he's a wide receiver. It won't be that hard, especially if they only play him at one spot the first week. Yeah, you stand out over there, and then the, no, it's not like they run different routes than everybody else. Right. But still, I think... Uh, be patient. Give him like three weeks before you decide he sucks. That's my, it's my plea to uh, Bears, Bears Nation. Are you surprised that David Montgomery and and or Eddie Jackson were not traded? Uh, I wasn't surprised that uh, Montgomery didn't get traded. I just don't think anybody's going to give you anything for him. Even if you. you a six runner? Couldn't he get a six well, runner? Would you have taken that? Honestly, no. I think I'd just let him play instead of taking a six. For six runner. Uh, if they would want like a, they probably want a fourth round pick for him, and I think most teams are like, eh. yeah, I think that's too much. Yeah. A few running backs did get traded. They don't get traded for much. They got well, like Chase Evans got thrown in the Bradley Chubb trade, and um, mm-hmm. then Jeff Wilson I think got traded to the Dolphins because they had traded Chase Edmonds. Um, I don't know. I think he. Um, I think he's going to find that he's – it's almost like with um, – oh, God, what can I think of the guy's name? Howard from Indiana, your favorite school. What can I think of his first name? Had two good years for the Bears, ended up on the Eagles, and then he's just a guy. Yeah. I, I kind of feel that way with uh, – I feel like David Montgomery is like in the perfect spot right now. And he's he's – the slightly less productive running back in his own tandem. Right. Um, I did think, though, watching the game Sunday, I was thinking about him being a free agent, and I kind of wondered if he almost won't price himself back into the Bears. <laughs> like, the whole idea is we're not going to pay him a bunch of money. Right. That's stupid to do that for a running back. But who's to say he's going to get a big offer from somebody else? Could be that he's yeah, he's still I, in the price range, and like you know what, we sure. like him. He's tough. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's a good player. We'll just keep him. We've always been operating on the assumption that some team is going to throw a bunch of money at him. And I don't know if that's I mean, the case. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the 
um, I think I, I was trying to think what could Roquan have done this season to basically have made polls go well it doesn't matter he's He's so good, we just got to figure this out. Like, how could he have played up to the $20 million? To his own price tag. Um, because he did all the Roquan things that we're used to. He makes lots of tackles. Mm-hmm. That's what he's done. And this defense is, the defense he's in is basically built to funnel everybody to him and Nicholas Morrow, who apparently I call Nick Roach all the time. Um, I understand that. I get that. I understand that. He wears the same number. They should not be allowed. Well, right. Um I think the well, biggest. Here's the thing. Oh, I was just gonna say the biggest deficiency. I think that Roquan had, that keeps him from being that is, he's not forcing lots of turnovers, right? And the, the spot he's in, Darius Leonard, who's now Shaq Leonard, changed his name this year for the Colts. That's what he did. Darius steals the ball, whether it's he intercepts it or he covers fumbles or he steals the ball from quarterbacks, and that's why he got paid. Now, it doesn't mean Roquan's that good, and he's not playing this position well. But if you want to be paid like you're this the this elite player, just tackling guys isn't enough. That's mm-hmm. that's the given, right? Got to get the ball. Yeah, I think that's I think I think that's the thing that limits him from being worth the amount of money that he thinks he's worth. But well, I mean, it feels like Baltimore it, and have eleven interceptions the rest of the season and make us all look stupid. He might because he's because he's around a better team. It seemed like a lot, a lot of Twitter chatter was around. Well, if you want to be the best player, if you want to be that, a $20 million linebacker, you, you can't be on a defense that gives up 49 points to the Cowboys. Well, he didn't play well. Not not many, many of them did against Dallas. Yeah. Um, I mean, they had he, – twice he had um, a guy in the backfield on a third down, couldn't make the tackle. Mm-hmm. One time it was a eight yard touchdown. Next time it was a fifty four yard touchdown. It's like okay, that's that's not helping things. Certainly not his. It's not like he he was responsible for all forty nine points. But so did that one game, that Dallas game, drop him to a two and a five from a one? I think. Uh, but if he makes those plays you're just mentioning, I'd, I I I'd like to, get I would like ball. to think that the NFL teams' evaluations of players are a lot deeper than. You know, well, you get a couple of missed tackles against the Cowboys. Uh, you, you do? You would? I'd like to think that. I I, I find it hard to believe they were ever going to get a one for him. But that was the chatter. That was the chatter. I don't know. Because a lot of people are feeling like they, they overpaid for um, Chase, but I don't think so. I mean... Because you're right. A lot first came out that oh, it's the Baltimore second round pick, and now it's the Bears pick. That's a higher pick. That's fine. I I think I, that's, I, I think that's that. literally a function of you were the Pittsburgh had at least two teams trying to get Claypool. One of them being the Packers. Yes. <laughs> where the it really sounds like because people talked about it even like when he when he made the his demand back in the summer. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, uh, what teams would he fit on and what teams might need him? And the Ravens always came up. That was like, right. of course, Ian Rappaport, you know, uh, right. Roquan's buddy, was right. always pushing that. And over the weekend he was. On um, 
Maybe it was Monday morning. Maybe it was yesterday morning. But I, I kind of put the Roquan trade stuff on the back burner. And then Rappaport made my ears perk up. Because he's like, oh, look mm-hmm. for a player that you might. He mentioned Montgomery, but he mentioned Roquan. And he mentioned a team with Roquan. It was the Ravens. Right. Um, if nobody's bidding against you, it's hard. Well, unless you're Ryan, unless you're Ryan Pace. In which case, it doesn't matter. Does it matter? Um, you, you call the Niners, and you give them anything they want, so you can move up one spot to get Mitch. You don't care, right? Right. Um, it was the the Bears were in this a similar situation with the Khalil Mack trade, where the Packers wanted Mack, mm-hmm. and the Packers would not go to a second number one. Right. And the Raiders are like, I know somebody who will. <laughs> right. And they got it. So, I mean, I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. Um, I think, for me, it's when the trade went down. It's like, okay, well, they're, now they've got more. They got more draft capital. They've got, you know, whatever. Right. But it's like we gotta wait till April for this shit. <laughs> at least now we get we like got... a new. There's something new to watch. At least. I agree. Yeah, it's like we gotta go through. Thanksgiving, nine Christmas, more games. all the holidays, it's Give spring training before something. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I know Cub free agency starts could start in as little as three days. Right? Yeah. Well, five days. Then they have to do the qualifying offer. Yeah, you can't. You can't actually sign anybody for five days. Yeah, but stuff starts to leak out because you can literally start negotiating with players. I guess any free agent who, who's not eligible for a qualifying offer could could sign 30 seconds after the final out of the World Series. By, by the way, speaking of things not leaking out, are, are you not supposed to announce leak out managerial hires during World Series game days? It was funny that it didn't happen yesterday. Or they had two days yeah. in a row to do it. They had Sunday they and Monday because they had the rain right. out. Right. And they could have been like, hey, we got a rain out Monday. Let's just announce it. Now, because there's no game. No. Yeah. Yes. Very exciting. Exciting White Sox manager. I was oh. hoping for Jack McKeon or somebody. Would have been great. AJ Prusinski, somebody like yeah. Jim Tomey. So many great choices. Yeah. If you get a chance to hire Pedro Grafol, you don't pass that. You can't, up. you can't pass it up. You don't pass that up. So, oh, we didn't talk about the Cowboy game. Not a lot no. of excitement to talk about. I mean, um, it was another case, though, of shit goes bad right away, and these the Bears just, they don't pack it in. They just you, they you, say whatever you want about them, about their talent. They play at a, at a talent deficit, but they don't quit. You know who you sound like, though, don't you, when you say that? You sound like you know Cap and the and the well, Bleacher Nation guys. Or, but you they, know, wow, these Cubs don't quit. Well, they did, but they didn't. No. They clawed back from twenty-eight-seven, and they were they were going for two to try to cut it to a field goal. Now, I never field. once felt like the Cowboys couldn't just like turn it back on again. But sure. I mean, we we lived through the you know well Bear fans. We've lived through a lot of terrible regimes where that game ends up forty-nine-seven with the Cowboys simply taking mercy in the fourth right. quarter. And like running out of bounds, <laughs> right, 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 right. So that well, was... for me, I, it was a spectacular, really great game for Justin Fields. Yeah, he played very well. 
he was fantastic. And, it, uh, you know, it's easy to get lost when you get, you know, your ass kicked in the game. But he played really, really well. I mean, he's just doing the things that you want to see him to be able to do. He's, he's running. He's making passes. He's, he's, he is showing that he has got so much talent. And it's good to see that the Bears got him some receiver help too. So, yeah, they uh, and you think of the they had a couple of big plays they missed. You know, like the two yeah. deep passes to Aquanimus and Velas, both both should have been completions. Um, mm-hmm. We had a Cole commit touchdown. Okay, uh, the rarity. I fell right? off my chair. I had to... Right, it's second touchdown since the Ian Book era. <laughs> Well, I think uh, Clay or uh, Clay, Clay Chasepool, my favorite player, Clay Chasepool. Um, he's going to uh, he's going to unlock Cole Kmet. Just oh, having him on the field, Cole Kmet. He's basically going to be Travis Kelsey now for the rest of his career. You you, you cannot stop him. You can only hope to contain him. Um, I say that in jest, but I do think it will. It should be it should be slightly easier for everybody. It should make everybody on the offense. It should help the entire offense because they're so talented. The People like you're acting like uh, Claypool is the greatest player ever. I mean, just look at the look at the other dudes that are around Mooney. I mean, yeah, they, this is a huge upgrade, an enormous upgrade. He's good. There's a we have several good where we have Mooney and Claypool and Komet. We've got good receivers, and we got a couple of good backs too. By the way, so we've and got our, still... I think a really good quarterback. Is there some kind of like t- tiebreaker though, like heaviest receiving core? Like if it's if you're tied at the end of a game, does that because the Bears could put Claypool and Nikhil Harry and Aquanimus on the field? They're all six four. They're all mm-hmm. like two twenty five or heavier. Maybe they maybe they got enough of those. Maybe maybe they, maybe, yeah. maybe get a slightly <laughs> different body type next year. When I would guess that Harry and Aquanimus are playing the rest of the season to see which one of them stays next year. Yeah, that's probably fair. Because you figure they're, they're going to draft they're receiver. Re- yeah, they're going to add at least one, probably two. For um, the draft, yeah. And they should get the great Byron Pringle back relatively soon. Right. Look out. I mean, Bears might start scoring 50 points a game. <laughs> or. And they should. One of my frustrations with them going for, for two twice was. <laughs> They ended up stuck on 29 points. Right. It's like, come on, couldn't you at least get 30? I, the second time, you should have just kicked it. Go for, kick, Absolutely, get yeah. 30 points. Right. The first time, never go for it before the fourth quarter, A. And then, yeah, at this point, just kick the field goal. Yeah. No, no I've always thought that the you should not look at that two-point chart until the fourth quarter. Absolutely. Because That's the dumbest you end thing. Up just cha- yeah. You're just chasing points. You're chasing points. It, it never, ever, ever works out. Yeah. I do kind of like. Not that it's going to work out. I, although, but this isn't looking at the chart. I do like the 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 big move. If you score early, you go for mm-hmm. two right away. Basically, say, all right, you know what? We're going to score as many points as we can on you. That's I not looking like at that. the chart, though. That's like a thing you decide before no. the game starts. Like, we got a I good like two-point play. We know it'll work against these guys, and we're going to send a message right away. You're going to have to score a bunch of points today. That I love. That's different. That's different. When this was clearly a... We're down by six million points. Let's go for two instead of one here. Well, no, the no. first one was okay. Now we'll just be within a field goal. But it's like you know, that's the Cowboys are going to keep scoring. Yeah, it's the third quarter. That's why it's stupid. Yeah, I agree with you on the first. 
first play the first drive of the game, you score a touchdown, you go for two. That is sending a message if you make it, as we saw last night, by the way. That's right. Maybe they got it from watching yeah. the from watching the flutes. The f- Look at this guy goes for two. Let's go for two all the time. We should do it. All right. First the touchdown. Flus. First touchdown tomorrow night. We're going for two no matter what. All right, good. Flusarino. Flusarama. Did, when they when I first heard that the Bears got a linebacker back for uh, in the Roquan trade, mm-hmm. I thought maybe it was going to be Patrick Queen, the linebacker from LSU, who was, has not worked out. Uh, he's I think he was he's had to be a number one draft pick. Um, that's they got a, oh they got even better they got AJ Klein yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. got a thirty one year old linebacker uh, from Appleton Wisconsin. Oh, see? Look at that. Went to Iowa State. Was the uh, 148th pick of the Carolina Panthers in the 2013 draft. Hmm. Uh, he has... Um, Sounds like he's about to retire. <laughs> he's got four <laughs> interceptions in his career and a touchdown. Oh. Who do you get that for? Uh, who do you score his touchdown for? The Saints. There you go. He's a guy. Played two yeah, games for Baltimore uh, this year. Uh, although, how about this? Almost made tackles with Robert Quinn. He's got four. Mm. Well, see, there you go. Well, it's, you know, classic change of scenery guy, sounds like to me. Yeah. He's just going to dominate now. Oh, let's guess what number he's. No, let's not do that. I don't want to do that. AJ doesn't get to pick, he gets assigned. Yeah. Here's your number, 107. Just shut up. <laughs> Is this legal? Just wear it. Be quiet. <laughs> I felt. I uh, I wondered how the conversation went. Maybe he just didn't tell it. Maybe nobody won't notice. It was such a big deal that George was like, "No, we're not rebuilding. Or this, no, we don't. We're the Bears. We don't rebuild." Well, doesn't this sound very? This whole thing sounds very Cub-like, yeah. right? Trade away other best for players. We're not rebuilding. We're, we're getting 31-year-old guys in return <laughs> for our trades. I mean, the biggest difference is the guys the Cubs traded away won a World Series. The guy the Bears traded away won. Uh, they won an NFC North once. Yeah, that, that is a big difference. Yeah. Yes. Um. I don't think there's anything else exciting about the Cowboys game. Um, uh, well, Cairo Santos, phenomenal game as always. Well, except they kept him off the field twice. Yeah. <laughs> they should, he should come out for the two-point plays. They should, they should use it more. He looks like yeah. a quick little guy. Play him on the slot instead of Mooney. Oh, see, now that would be a good trick play, but the line up to kick the extra point and then snap it to Cairo. He just runs over. Everybody. Oh, that reminds me. So the trick play the Bears ran. I understood the concept. Yeah, that was a which, um, but Dante Pettis, who apparently can throw, of course, his dad, you know, Gary Pettis, yes. former Gold Glove uh, outfielder. Yes. Uh, Pettis, the, the Moose told us, right, that Pettis threw several passes for the Giants, maybe? I don't remember. Is that, the, is, that the, is that the moose? Moose is uh, heavily, heavily concussed. Let's let's look at uh, uh, passing 
uh, stats all time. Um, oh. Well, that didn't count as a pass. Well, I thought it right, did. It was... I guess it was a penalty. Uh, he's uh, two for two in his career for 32 yards. Uh, no touchdowns, but both went for first downs. He completed one pass 2019 for the Niners and one in 2021 for the Giants. So Moose was somewhat right. Mm-hmm. Um, basic idea of the play is they throw what looks like a quick screen to Pettis on one side of the field. The Cowboys, who like the Bears, just they're fast and they just chase everything. You wait a couple of beats, throw back across the field to David Montgomery, and it just sees part, and mm. you get a huge gain. Well, right. They threw it to Pettis, who immediately yeah. threw it across the field. <laughs> like he couldn't get rid of it fast enough. The Cowboys hadn't even shifted out of position yet. They hadn't even noticed. Like, oh, there it is. And then the throw was not close and bounced out of bounds harmlessly. Yeah. They called it an illegal forward pass. I, it, it seemed clearly a backward pass to me. It did. Like I thought like five yards backwards. So I didn't get it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. There was a poorly designed. It just, it but even even had it worked, it wouldn't have worked because it would have been a penalty. Yeah. No. Yeah. Got to try. Got to work on that. Yeah. They might want to work on the two point plays too. Uh, yeah, they're not very creative. Oh, they're over three. So far. Yeah. I didn't realize they'd only gone for two once before that, but apparently felt like they'd done it more. Mm-hmm. So this week, uh, they they come home to play the Miami Dolphins. The fish. Um, and their new toy, um, defensive end Bradley Chubb, will be easier for them to indoctrinate him, which will just be, okay, line up there and then go chase that guy. Right. Um, I, this might be tough um, for this defense without Roquan going up against the Dolphins. Well, maybe the Dolphins won't bother okay. to run. It'll just all be passing, because they'll have so much success. Yeah. Um, but I believe going into the Monday night game, and I don't think anything happened in that game that would have changed it, the Dolphins had the most passing yards in the NFL. Wow. Dan Marino back. Let's see if that's actually right, or if I was just drunk. No, both things, both could things be can be true, yeah. 2,340 yards. That's not like the most? Sure. Why not? Oh, yeah. I think so. Sounds like a lot. Wow. They had... Maybe this is why the Ravens traded for uh, Roquan. In their Week 2 matchup with the Ravens, the Dolphins had 547 yards of total offense. Wow. Passed for 461 yards. Yikes. Yeah. Um, do you remember who the Bears' four captains were at the beginning of the season? They they elected four of them. Why well, I know that Eddie Jackson is the lone remaining one. He's he's not. He was a new appointee. Oh, he was a new appointee. Robert Quinn. Oh, okay. They were Justin Fields, Roquan, yeah. Roquan, big play Bob, Bob, and Cody Whitehair. A Cody Whitehair, okay. So Justin, the only one still standing. Wow. So got to got to pick three new ones. 
Like, I guess Cody can still limp out, right? You can be on the injured reserve and go out in your crutches yeah. and do whatever. Why not? Why not? Uh, yeah, just just tearing through their captains. They have an honorary one every week. Somebody, some mm-hmm. bonus captain every week. Now they need three of them. They should do that with like a, a, a retired bear. Should be the honorary captain. They should. Like Dick Buckus wasn't down. He should have Buckus who's the honorary captain. That would have been fun. It reminds like that great. I'm sure I told this. Uh, remember this crap. That <clears throat> great story about it's NFC Championship game. It was like the 75th anniversary of the NFL. Maybe it was. Uh, maybe it was. It was an NFC. It was a playoff game. Maybe it wasn't a championship game. It was Cowboys hosting the Packers. Mm-hmm. And they brought out, because of the anniversary, they brought out some great all-time players. And one of them was Sid Luckman. And Sid has the coin. And Sid is under the impression that he is out there to toss the coin. Fair impression. And he gets ready for his big moment, and the ref takes the coin from him and tosses it. And Favre tells a story about how pissed Sid was. Oh my God! Like Sid could not believe it. Like he was all mad, and so Brett like puts his arm around him, and you know he helps. He yeah. was kind of walking off the field with him, talking, about, "Oh, yeah. he said, oh, you were a great player, blah 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 blah." But Brett said the only thing I remember is how pissed Sid got. He said, "You don't see old guys get that mad." And he's like, "Motherfucker, they sent me out to do one thing, and you stole the damn coin from me." Sid's so like, "I'm not. I'm no coin bearer. You stupid bastards! I can the- flip it." He was out there in a oh, Bears. That, that, he had a Bears that, jersey on too. He was all set. He probably thought he was going to play. He was. I got to tell you that ref had some balls. Now, let me take that. Sid should have ducked, decked him. Yep. Where's it? What is the? Uh, do we know the? Well, his this, the line of today must be changing rapidly based on all the trades. So sure, I'm what do we? Sure, it went down and went back up and it went down again. Yeah. What are we on? We're out to week 10 now? Ugh. It's November. Can you believe that? How, what happened? How is it November already? Is it week 9? Oh, it's only week 9. I take it back. Do you want to know what the line is already for... Uh... Bears Lions. Oh, Bears Lions, sure. And uh, next week, I just had it. Bears by one and a half. <laughs> okay. Have All they right. been favored? Oh yeah, against the uh, Texans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Texans. I think that's it. All right, it helps pick the right, the proper week. It's an interesting mm-hmm. number. Mm-hmm. Well, Not a lot of respect else? for the Dolphins. Uh-oh. Dolphins by five. Dolphins by five. Interesting. Hmm. It, it is interesting. I do wonder if it moved at all. Like, if it went, like, to seven or eight after the Roquan trade, and then it came back down, like, oh, shit, the Bears actually added somebody... Probably not. Right. It probably didn't. I think we, I think we think these things fluctuate more than they do. Probably. How about the hmm. the Packers are three and a half point favorites over the Lions. Damn. 
It's in Detroit, but still. That's uh, a snapshot huh. of how the mighty have fallen. Ravens are three point favorites at the Saints, all because of Roquan, probably. Probably. Yeah, five Dol- points. Dolphins by five. Forty-five and a half is the over under. What? Is... I think you got to go the over in that, don't you? Well, you think the Dolphins are going to score forty-six points? <laughs> they might. Like, possible. Huh? I'm going to say. Uh, I'm going to say the Dolphins cover. I would think so. Yeah. What do I know? I thought the, uh, the Bears were going to cover. They almost did. Ah, see, I had the Cowboys. They almost did. They came real close. Was it a 10? And they lost by 20? Yeah, they lost by 20. <laughs> it looked good there for about five minutes. Yeah. Five minutes total in three hours. That was great. Um, who were, I saw the announcers, and I don't remember. So my so it's my favorite part when you tell us who the announcers are. It's really the only part that's important. <laughs> Adam Amin again? No, this should be a uh this should be a CBS game. Oh a CBS crew, right, yeah. Oh, that's week eight. I typed in week nine. There we go. Maybe it's not televised. Is that a thing? Did they not sell out? <laughs> no, back CBS out? is like, ah, you know what? We don't, we don't want to show it. <laughs> Minnesota Baltimore is Adam Ami, Mark Schlereth, and Shannon Spake. Okay. Uh, Greg Gumble, Adam Archuleta, and AJ Ross have New England and Carolina. Nance, Romo, and Tracy Wolfson have. This can't be right. Am I doing the wrong year again? I am. That happens more than it should. While we're waiting, uh, obvi- Joe at Obvious Shirts, if you're listening, I- I'd like another one of those Clack sweatshirts. So as long you as you're sending them out, I'll have them. Uh, no, you know, you, you enjoy yours, but I think you should. Well, be, I don't know if I'm going to take it. Give them to both, like, both members. Seems of the like a, uh, a bribe. I can't be bought. Not for well, you can, but not certainly more than that. Yeah, that's right. I can, I can be bought. I just can't be bought for one sweatshirt. <laughs> you can't be bought for cheap. Need forty-four billion by you. You're, you're the Twitter of. I don't see it. Uh, maybe it's like in the eighties they did that at announcerless game. Maybe they're doing that. I would love that actually. That would be great. So I don't know who it is. I assume no. it's. Um, actually, I shouldn't just assume that it's um, CBS. In the old days, it would have been. Right. It but now they be, do. It's not a guarantee anymore. They this flex yeah, them across. It is on CBS. I know that much. Oh. Kevin Harlan. Chicago's very mm. 
Trent Green <laughs> and Melanie Collins mm. are your announcers on CBS. CBS. There you go. One of these days I'll okay. look that up before we go on instead of after. I think, no, no, I think more, people like it. More fun. Listen to me struggle and not remember that there's more than one year. It's great. Yeah. More fun. More fun this way. That's good stuff. All right. Well. All right. Well, there we go. But that was good. The two trades meant we didn't have to talk about that awful game. That's that right. Much. And I will, and I will see uh, one of those new trades. We'll see how much it pays off this Sunday. Yeah. All right. All well, right. We'll kick it around again next week. Many of us have herpes. I just want this to be over.